Hello, motherfuckers. Hello, you muddy funsters. Shalira I mean, and I are in fits because we've been doing our tech for this for about 33 minutes. And we only and get allocated 30 minutes by our willing slash our willing partners. So it's all very sweaty. It's a sweaty business, this. I'm so sweaty. I'm bringing on a vestibular attack as we speak. Listen, I mean, we're excited. We're so excited. <laughs> we're so excited because um, hopefully we've sorted out the sound. But... This week, big news, right? Huge. I can just see yeah, your top yeah. knot. I do like to be able to see your face if I can, your beautiful green eyes if I can. I just see that Peppa Pig, not Peppa Pig, what's her name? Peppa Pot, Mrs. Peppa Pot top. Yeah, but it's the way I'm holding. I am now, I'm staring head face into an eye. I can iPad just see because... the top of your head. It's just pure Prince yeah. William. Okay. Okay. If I, um, <laughs> egghead. <laughs> They've retired to the country for a quieter life since um, since the P- Prince of Pegging ag- allegations. Absolutely, can't blame them. Now, listen, tell them why we're excited because I, I want to know. <laughs> I knew you'd forgotten. We made Motherfunk. Welcome, oh. new listeners, because Motherfunk made it into the Evening Standards Top 50 Favourite Podcasts. And, and that's thank to you, thanks to you seven listeners out there. Possibly nine now. Possibly even nine. Uh, yeah, I reckon double figures. Surely 11. Surely 11. Thank you so much for listening in, tuning in to Tune Out. Right, let's just take a breath, Shelley, because we've started on an excited foot. Take a deep, deep breath. Where were you last night? I was out with Shirley. You know, it was really sad because it was about half past seven. I was in the shower and then about eight o'clock I decided to put some makeup on and blow dry my hair. And I thought, I'm actually getting changes if I'm going on a date. Shirley and I had a date at the Soho Theatre last night. We went to see something that started at 9.30, which was way past her bedtime. I didn't think she was going to make way, it. Way, way, way. TBH. Yeah, almost didn't. But it was good to see you, Shirley. It was good to be out, wasn't it? I mean, Soho was sweaty. It's hot. It's smelly. It's it like was Brooklyn. really, yeah, it was really strange being back in Soho. Now, Soho used to be before, BC before kids. It was just my second home. Like most days, wherever I was, I'd meet people in Soho and I knew every seedy nook and cranny. And I te- first of all, I turned up on the Busy Lizzie line, which just threw me, spat me out on Dean Street, on the actual street I needed to be on. How it was, was like she? so futuristic. She was amazing. Yeah. She was. Ever, she didn't let me down. Air conditioned um, and quick. And air conditioned, deep. very quick. So imagine I was in, I got sent, you know, City Mapper. I live in Peckham. City Mapper took me to Whitechapel to pick up the Busy Lizzie line and then three stops over to Tottenham Court Road. That is odd. You're going in to Gosh. go out. That's, that's very strange. Yeah, out in to go, in go out and still the quickest route. It's very spacious. It's really wheelchair friendly, which I thought, you know, I noted for my future. It's not that it's and, um, something to look forward to. Well, you know, it's just, and I thought buggies, everything. I thought, no, this is how really wide berth the doors. Every five minutes, the tube. I mean, it's just five, 10, 15, 20 I can, you know, the Victoria line is great because it's every two minutes. But you know what? No complaints. And threw me out into Dean Street, which, as I say, used to be a second home. I didn't recognise any of the restaurants. I didn't recognise the people. I didn't recognise the smell. And I thought, my gosh, I'm old. I'm missing Paris at the moment. I really am. Paris in the summertime and I know there's no one in Paris in fact the whole of France just stop in the month of August which is hilarious they are the laziest nation ever but I am getting my fix by watching something called Irma Vep which is on Sky Atlantic slash now and it's basically a show about a show so it's an art house remake of Irma Vep and they're really fun characters it's set in Paris it's Alicia Vikander who is excellent there are some lesbian undertones there's a really funky woman in it who plays Alicia Vikander's PA called Devon Ross. And she's the daughter of 
Lenny Kravitz is a guitarist and she is so beautiful. It's unbelievable. Incredibly fluid. Very, very young. Incredibly good bone structure. Guys, if you don't know her, Shirley, I'm showing you a photo of her. Can you see? Oh my gosh, she's gorgeous. Gorgeous. And she's very good. It's a second film. She's a model. And um, but they've got a really good cast, and it's you know it's fun. It's like call my agent. It's it's fun. It's really good, and um, it's definitely worth a watch. Shirley, Alicia Vikander's lovely in it. She's sort of a she's a villainess. She's a vampire. We love it's a fun. Villainess. It's fun. It's really good to get into. So I've been watching that. I finished that. Boshed through that of um, last week, and I'm moving on to my next friend. I've just finished. I, I know I'm late to the party. Hacks and just loved it. Just love, love, loved. Really brought so much joy into my life. It's great, and it's it? over. And you mourn those characters. I want to see more, but apparently we will. So that's good. But I know I'm late to the party. But if anyone hasn't watched Hacks, please do. Jean Smart. She's to die for. Mm. So we're not up, the, up up at the end of my fringe this year, but I was looking, Shirley. There are a lot of sketch shows up there. Some we will remember, you know, Massive Dad, Max and Ivan. And then there are other shows like Daphne Do Edinburgh, Let Loose in Seaman, Butcher Do About Nothing, which is actually your mate, um, Grace Petrie, who opened for Hannah Gadsby earlier in the year. I thought she was very good, and I think it's a f- very strong title. This is the thing, guys. When you go up to the Edinburgh fringe, you've got to have a strong title. I remember Joe Lysett's. If you Joe Lysett, then you should have put a ring on it, which I thought was quite fun. We always, I don't know about our show titles. We were never great with show titles. No, but we were good with posters. We were good with posters. Yeah, we were very good with posters because your ex-man there was an uh, illustrator. Yeah. And um, did animator, that's right, did us really good posters. Burn that so bitch, haven't you, yeah. Shirley? But yeah, our titles were always stupid things like Let Loose, <laughs> Proud Underground, no, Carnage. <laughs> Like the town. No, it wasn't yeah. us. Whispers. No, really. What was it though? What? What? I um, can't remember. Carnage. Late night lock-in. Oh yeah. Basically anything that suggested, you know, wild women out of control. Yeah. And then we just gave them a lunchtime show. We did never. Um, we never gave them a lunchtime show. In fact, that was the problem. We were always scheduled in for a lunchtime show, and we gave them late night carnage. That was always the problem. Listen, I have to say, I'm look forward to going back again with geriatric mothers. I think it's strong. We are, we, you know, it says what it does on the tin. Shirley and I have done a lot of shows at Edinburgh Festival. And I have to say, I think one of our worst shows was when we had no punters. It was our first year. And I was determined to set up shop anyway. I thought, well, go ahead. It doesn't matter. There's no one here by our tech. And we'll just plough on through. And Shirley had to take yeah, me there's, aside there's and say, a rule. Yeah, there's a rule happened. in the theatre. If there are more, if there are fewer audience members than cast members the show gets called off we were two we're a two-hander there was an audience me- a number of one I think and I think that was just actually part of the crew who took pity on us yeah, yeah. the show tech. must it not the, go I think it was the tech's case. girlfriend um they both wanted to stay we always had very nice techs she they were very nice always but anyway listen that was our first year and I have to say fair f's to us Shirley we've always managed to to sell out our shows and that's mainly because I frog marched them up to the box office go hi girl on girl four o'clock yes please no 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 do bring your sister and your mother in fact yeah 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 all of you come sometimes it wasn't always our demographic but we always had a good time and we always had a full house and that's really what counts isn't it Shirley and a wet lung So I don't know if you've seen that Serena Williams stepped down from tennis. She hasn't stepped down. All she said was, I can't wait for the light. There's a difference. Arguably one of our greatest tennis players, including the men. And she said, she said, 
I went from a C-section to a second pulmonary embolism. I don't actually know what that is, but it sounds painful. To a grand slam final. I played whilst breastfeeding. I played through postpartum depression and did it all whilst putting up with vast quantities of insufferable bullshit. And she doesn't want to be quitting. She says, I'd love to carry on and go on winning, but she wants to expand her family. And she said, if I were a guy, I wouldn't be writing this. I'd be out there playing and winning whilst my wife was doing physical labor and expanding our family. I thought, my gosh, that is so sad. And then I thought about my winning partner and I thought, she's got it good with me, hasn't she? I did all the hard work. She, she can go and pursue the career. Yeah, sure, bring in longer. It is. It's hard for the women who have to birth because you really are taken out of the game, quite literally. Yes, I do believe. And there's a lot, there has been a lot this week on Women's Hour and women in sport and all sorts of things and, you know, to do with our biological setup. But it doesn't look like she's stepping down this year or next year even. I just think, you know, in the future, she's going to want to step down. Oh, I don't know. No, no, she's she's stepping down. That was, it's in the, it's it's news today. No more games. I think there's no more games. More I mean, I think, listen, I, I think there's one ball Wimbledon left in there. I think there, there is. There, there, there may be. The point is, she's announced. She's officially announced. She's um, whether it's today, tomorrow, next week. She's officially she's announced down. I don't that blame she's stepping her. down and because she wants to expand yeah. her family, and she's furious. She's not happy about it, but you know, she's gracefully, gracefully departing. It's not easy. Which though, she, is it? You will be missed. No, it's not easy, and especially when she's she's had various surgeries uh, associated with her childbirth. She's had a really tough time, as a lot of women do. And to just be back up, back on court and actually winning is incredible. She really, you know, phenomenal. she's, a, she's very a, strong. She's, she's a, a very strong hero. Player. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's wonderful. And, and one of fan. our best. And that, uh, that the article was saying she really is one of our best and, and, and we will see no more of her, which is really sad. There's a shortage of tampons. Talk about women. Gosh, I don't know how to feel systems. about that because well, because of supply for... chain issues, it's really hard. What do so they that... come from? Where do they come from? Then I don't, don't know, but there's a fault in the supply chain, so it's really difficult. I mean, we're not going to feel it yet, but there is a, there's definitely a shortage, especially amongst some brands. So they are urging women to use silicone discs, which last up to twelve hours, and reusable pads. My friend does reusable pads and I'm, you know, I, I don't know. I'm just quite a heavy can't. flow. But as I said, I have not had a period since before my daughter was born. So nine plus nine months, 18 months. Something to look forward absolutely to. absolutely blissful. I can't tell you. I never want a period again. Well, sadly, Shelley, I think that they welcome a day. But maybe I might just slip straight into perimenopausal. No, but even then, then you really, even then it's actually, it's even worse, sadly. And then there'll be no tampons and then I'll be using silicon discs, but that's fine. But apparently there's some really good ones. And there's also a very good website called Thinks, T-H-I-N-X, website providing period underwear, which I think having seen Louisa Omelin's show last night, I think she was wearing a pair of sort of, you know, like those, those bicycle shorts. Yeah, mm. but that that's exactly what they had on the website. Anyway, it's worth having a look. It's worth checking out because they want to make it funky. They want to make it accessible. And they obviously, it's about confidence, isn't it? Also, while we're on the subject of periods, we might as well drag it out. Shelley and I are doing a night called The Bloody Good Period, which is on the 22nd of September. We're on with Jen Brister, Susie Ruffle, Sindhu V. And it's a comedy fundraiser to provide period supplies for asylum seekers, refugees, and those who can't afford them. So we're doing our bit. We are doing our bit. 22nd of September, Conway Hall. Get your tick. We'll be doing a very, very, very tight 10. So 
on our little blurb, Evening Standards Top 50 Best Podcasts, it, you know, it explains that we talk about the differences of raising children with a man versus a woman. Mm-hmm. We don't really go into it. We can't, I mean, we just literally talk, literally talk about laundry. All we say is it's much better with um, a woman than it is with a man. That's what we really, that's know, the bottom line. Bottom line. Shirley does, my wi- yeah, Shirley's wife <laughs> does everything and my husband does F all. That's not strictly true, true. but it basically It's not is. strictly true, but you know, if we're going to go in layman's, um, but something my winning partner did midweek that I was really impressed by. And this is all about a woman's ability to multitask. Because for our new listeners out there, I'm sure we've got a few now. Um, at since least the one and a half. At least, at one, least and one and a half. My winning partner is in the midst of show running a really huge show, TV show for Amazon. She's a scriptwriter. And uh, she's actually on Canadian time as well. It's UK time. So there is no bed for her in the house. She has no bed. She just has the sofa that she intermittently uses. So she's catching about three hours a night, broken sleep. More um, than enough. So you, more than enough. So more than enough for her. So you'd think in the day that she, having to work UK time, that she wouldn't be thinking about the meals she's going to cook me. She cooked me a really lovely meal. And this was midweek. I said, when I was tasting it, I said, this is a weekend meal right here. And it's uh, it was out of the feast. But I'm telling you, lest you want to prepare it for your betrothed, any of you out there, pork chops, with white bean mash and a kiwi salsa. It, I mean, the the sprinkling that was used on this amazing pork chop from our butchers down the road, it was the size of a, um, you know, a pig's ass. It was massive. And it's ground coffee, sweet smoked paprika, fennel and cinnamon, all in a sort of dusting with salt. Tasted amazing. And then the kiwi salsa with ginger, coriander mm. and chilli and the white bean mash with garlic and um, creme fraiche. Oh, I'm telling you, it is a Valentine meal. Oh, I can imagine. Valentine meal. Where is she finding the time, please? That is my point about a woman, or rather someone who really can multi... I mean, it's exceptional. You know what she's like, but it's that multitasking. She's thinking. She's got so many balls in the air. And I just thought, dudes tend to just focus on one task and do it well, whatever task they have in hand. But that's all they're going to get done, that one task. You know, my brother's very like that. And I know his um, his willing partner listens to that. Listen, and uh, there's I think absolutely she'll agree. no doubt that your willing partner is exceptional. I go around there for a sort of Tuesday rehearsal and I always get a really strong salad with a very strong garlicky vinaigrette. And she sort of does it, as I see her preparing, with her eyes closed as she's like on the phone and sort of slapping some tears down. And I just think it really is, It's she doesn't have to do all that. In fact, I think it'd be better for her mental health if she doesn't do all the <laughs> I things. I know, I know. It's, I know. it's out of control. Her, eye, her eyeballs are getting bigger and her her frame is getting slighter. But it's, it's amazing because she does manage to pump out some really good meals. And she doesn't, as I say, it's not a microwave meal, is it? It's not a piece of toast and a slab of cheese that you might get around here. She is really going above and beyond to an extent where actually it's a She's going to get ill. She's going to get get ill. ill. And then who's going to look after the two of you? You're going to have to be shipped into a home. (laughs) Olivia Newton-Dawn. Oh, so, so sad. Isn't it? But she's at state funeral. Yeah, well, she should. Do you know how many times I thought about how she's influenced my life um, playing the character of Sandy? Yes. I attended, I've, I've often, there's been many dress ups where I always go Sandy. I've been to a wedding. I, I got the, I didn't get the memo. Basically, I misunderstood the invitation. I thought it was dress up as a 1950s movie star and I sort of dressed up as Sandy. It wasn't that at all. It was just sort of 1950s dress. But that's fine. I had a really good time. There's been several parties that I've dressed up as Sandy and 
I have to retire those uh, black leggings now. That red platform heel, the red lipstick, the tight curls, the cigarello. It's really sad. But it's lovely that they're holding a state funeral for her in Melbourne. And she had so many tributes. It was really sweet. I saw on the news, you know, the woman who plays Frenchie, Dee Dee Conn. She said, it was only last week I received an orchid from from Olivia. And it's still thriving. And this morning when she died, there was a bud that came through. And I just can't. I just, you know, I'd be so lucky to have known her. I thought so sweet. I mean, people were really paying tribute around it's the world. It's really lovely that they kept, I mean, I, I was thinking Isn't it? Thinking they kept in touch Greece. all those years. It was, you know, to think it was 50 years ago plus, it was just such a, an amazing film that still, I mean, still resonates around the world in, oh, yeah. with every it's generation. The at the moment. It's, it's, it's an absolute timeless classic and was the soundtrack to much of my youth and I imagine my mother's youth. And every game Certainly. day karaoke I've ever been to. Hopeless lady voted. I think it's lovely and she really deserves no, she will deserves be missed. that state funeral. Shelly, Shelly, what's your winner winner? Off to Devon at the mm. Buckcrack Dawn tomorrow. That's really nice. So remind me, your willing partner is driving you there and then taking yourself on a train to Heathrow and then getting on a flight to Vancouver. Is that correct? She's going to drop me off. It's a five and a half hour drive. She's going to drop me off at her parents' house because yeah. she needs to go to Vancouver, work calls. And then she has now decided to get a taxi to Heathrow because sure. there's chats, chats of rail strikes. And she just thought, do you know what? Anything goes wrong and I no, miss that flight. Must. I just can't. That's great. So she's, yeah, she needs to wear her C band, her seasickness bands, because that's a lot of movement okay. there and back. It's a lot of, yeah. And you get to spend some lovely time in Devon. Dead duck. So I'm going to be on my own in Devon with the kids, with the in laws. Neither sister in law has done this before. I think the max is a week that one of them have done. Yeah. I just hope to goodness that my children behave and that we aren't sent home in disgrace. Okay. I definitely think they won't behave and I definitely don't think you will be sent home. I'm just giving you the I'm giving you the facts. Okay, well let's see. We'll we'll check in. But I think it's lovely to be away, especially in this weather. Just be a change of scene and all that clean air. Oh, it's lovely. It's lovely. And just the fields and the farms and the streams and the swimming pool and you know the it's it's great for kids. Exactly. It makes a difference from a Lucian latrine, which is all you get around here when you're looking for a bit of um, water. So listen, and I think talk- it's going to be wonderful. Winner, winner for me. I'm going to do some sightseeing tomorrow. I know it's going to be the hottest weekend of the year, but my son, my three-year-old, is really up. He's got a book called This Is London. He wants to go to Borough Market. He wants to go to Convent Garden, which is how what it was originally called. And so we're going to be doing that. We might go and see an exhibition. I know it's going to be hot, but never mind. And my dead duck are the flies. They are absolutely thriving in my kitchen. I've spent most mornings on my hands and knees detoxing the floor. It's awful. The amount of flies that are coming in is just really, really getting me down. No, so, no. And you can't really spray because obviously it's a lot of chemicals around the kids and my... um. One year old is on all fours still, nearly walking. But anyway, guys, thank you just so much. Just licking the floor as he That's goes. That's awful. It's just so sad. Why, you know, it's just really not, not great. But it's the heat, isn't it? The flies in the heat. I've never known it, Shirley. I've never known no, it. No, they sit on turds and then they come and sit on our food. It's exactly. disgusting. I'm having a similar problem. Shirley, thank you so much. Thank you. And I'm thank I'm going to miss um, you, Shirley. I am. I'm going to miss you. Oh, she doesn't mean it. We'll speak most days, I'm sure. And thank you. And welcome, any new listeners. Welcome, one welcome. And a half do of stay you. with welcome. us. Welcome. Stay um, with us. We do improve. Um, like yeah, like good days cheese. and bad days. So our next show is the 22nd of September. We're doing a tight slot there. And then we've got shows in December. We are, we've got a new website. Do check us out. Thank you so much for tuning in to Tune Out. Ta-ra for now. Ta-ra for now. Bye. You've been listening to Motherfunk with Shirley and Shirley. 
otherwise known as Joanna Carolan and Pascal Wilson. Produced by Mabel Productions. Tune in and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you.